Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Button Press Podcast. My name is Steven. I'm Michael. So for our last episode, we talked a lot about Nintendo and console gaming. So today, we're going to be focusing on PC gaming. So yeah, we're going to take it to a bit of a different direction, you know. I mean, considering uh, Pokemon Go's kind of died out, like we like we kind of said it would. Although I think everyone said it would. I'm not going to take credit like we predicted everything. Um, but, you know, what, what it does mean is we can uh, explore how successful all these different uh, mediums for playing games would be from each other. Yeah, and this podcast is really just a sort of about exploring all sides of tech and gaming. And there's actually new big news in PC gaming recently as NVIDIA has announced new desktop-grade performance chips for laptops. And personally, I think this is pretty big because, I mean, gaming laptops are always considered an inferior sort of option, and I think these, they obviously still are because... Obviously, with a PC, there's so much more customizability. You can like pretty much interchange everything, right? But even now, like I think gaming laptops have gotten much better now because you can actually get that desktop level performance, right? Whereas even if you were just splurging on the top of the line gaming laptop, you wouldn't even get close to sort of desktop level performance if you were to put in the same amount of money, right? But now I think that's sort of changing a little bit. Well, if anything, what it does show is that uh, Nvidia and manufacturers of who are headed towards trying to make uh, PC laptop, gaming PC laptops, a thing. Um, it's gotten it, at least it shows that they're looking at it and they want to make it better. You know, if they're putting more effort towards it, it's always kind of seemed like they've just like lap gaming laptops have just always been like you know the second cousin of gaming PC of desktops mm-hmm. because they can't hold as much power. You know, and most people who are going all out like that already don't really care about the bulkiness of the size. Like they'll just make do with it. Mm-hmm. But if they're deve- starting to develop stuff that's at least equivalent, even if it's a lot more expensive, in the long run, if they keep focusing on that, it should start decreasing the price more, right? Yeah. And it's I th- it's really, I think, a question of pra- like how practical is it? Like, Is this still going to be reserved? Because obviously gaming laptops before were very much reserved for the people who wanted that level of performance, but still, I guess... Because I want to say portable, but I mean, the top-of-the-line gaming pieces weren't even portable. They were like, what, like 10 pounds? It was like you carrying, like, a bag of bricks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you wanted to hold something really heavy. Yeah. But I think with the 1060, I think because I think with the current laptops that are out with the new chips, the 1070 and 1080 ones are actually really... Uh, they're still really bulky, but there's a 1060 uh, laptop. I think it's by MSI. That's re- that's pretty thin, but obviously it costs, like, $2,000, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's what it's going to come down to, I think, because if you're looking at it, cost is always a big factor, and the thing, the fact of the matter is that PC laptops for gaming are going to cost, like, 2 to 3x as much as a gaming PC of, like, the same caliber. So it's kind of like, I don't know if anybody who's actually a gaming PC enthusiast is, cares enough about having a tiny little laptop unless they really, really, really like laptop keyboards or something that they would want to invest a significant more ama- uh, amount of money just to get the same product, essentially. You know, I also don't think... I, I get from, from the perspective of something like LAN parties, that could be useful, you know, because then people are picking it up and taking it to other places all the time. But, I mean, if you look at, like, the stereotypical, you know, PC gaming hardcore nerd or whatever it's they're just playing it on their laptop i mean not on their laptop they're playing it on their desktop you know headset keyboard got the nice mouse all that stuff the nice uh, monitor like the nice monitor monitor. that's the other thing is like the monitor is going to be a lot smaller too 
you know, you could get as big of a monitor as you wanted on your desktop. I mean, yeah. I, you could technically you could even run it through like a freaking TV if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, although you could do that to a laptop as well, but then that's yeah. kind of awkward. So do you think gaming laptops are going to be more popular now that they have the more powerful chip inside? I don't. Because it is sort of like a jump in level of performance, right? Because back then, you could, like, it was really hard to justify it unless you really had, like, a lot of money to use. Yeah, or Or you just were like, I don't like using my PC always in the same spot or something, Mm -hmm. right? But now it's like, you could, I guess, make a better argument for it. But I don't necessarily know how much more popular gaming laptops are going to get, though. My, I think my opinion is that if, with most people, um, PCs, like as, when it comes to gaming, like that, I think a lot of it has to do with cost. And I, for something like a laptop, I don't think you're getting. I don't see the value of twice the price in just having it be a laptop. You know, because other the number one thing is first off, people prefer a mouse and a keyboard like separate. Nobody's going to be playing Overwatch with like the built-in laptop mouse. So you have to go buy a mouse that's external, anyways. You know. So it, you're already adding all these attachments that it's to the point where it's kind of like, is this even that portable as a laptop anymore? Um, I, I would, if the, if laptops were like of the same caliber, at least near to it, and significantly cheaper than a gaming desktop PC, then I could be like, yeah, I could see that catching on just for cost. You know, I mean, just, even with like consoles, you know, Nintendo's always tried to keep their cost their consoles really cheap so they can beat people out. That And I mean... They have games, and that's part of why people prefer them. But some people, you know, it's just like, if they don't care that much, it could be like a $100 difference or $200 difference sometimes, you know? So that kind of stuff matters and when it comes to the games sometimes. But that's what I'm saying is with, with PC gaming, I don't think people care that much over the quality. So it's like, I think people are, are they're going to go all out regardless. I don't see them really settling for a laptop. Mm. Even if it was cheaper. So I I don't see it catching on that much. But then there's always the people who, you know, like... Because there are people, right, who have the laptop and then their desktop PC. But, like, that's two computers, right? Which is pretty expensive, especially... And, I mean, what? Like, if you build a decent desktop, that's going to be around, like, a thousand. And then buy, like, a decent laptop nowadays, that's another thousand. And then, like, if you don't want to, like, have both, then... If you're willing to sacrifice portability, if you're one of those people, I can see people... Being able to justify spending like fifteen hundred to sixteen hundred on like a laptop that can play games, and then you know just sort of using the gaming laptop to replace both. Because I mean, you know what I mean. You mean kind of like for like university students or like an adult then? Yeah. You know, I don't think high school kids are really. Well, I mean, when we are we, you, I guess you use a decent amount, but like either way, they're not using it nearly like a computer or a laptop for schoolwork or whatever mm-hmm. to the same caliber that an adult is who's you know working a full-time job or a university student who you know has all their lecture slides and everything on their computer so i could see for like a university student somebody who's really into gaming and wants to play overwatch while they're living at campus uh you know four hours away from home i could see them just using that and so they can still take their notes in class and then go to their dorm and still play right but for adults, I mean, I don't even know how much somebody who's working a desk job nine to five is coming home and even playing games on Overwatch that much, you know. Yeah. And if they are, like, I don't, I feel like they they're always playing it in the same spot. They're not, so it's like they don't worry about it as much. But a lot of those people, like the desk jobs, like they use company computers, right? Exactly. They either use like a desktop at 
uh, the company or the company gives them a laptop. Mm-hmm. So I guess for those people, like the desktop would actually make more sense. Yeah, because you would need something like pretty ultra portable too. Like if you're like, let's say you need to like travel on the job or like go take it from like meetings and stuff. Yeah, like you wouldn't be using like a eight pound laptop, right? That's like, and not to mention like a lot of those laptops don't look very professional either. Yeah, so you can't really whip out your like <laughs> MSI Stealth Pro, your alien like neon, laptop. yeah, your like neon level uh, backlit keyboard. It's like glowing, big glowing alien face on it, and people yeah. are like, <laughs> "You're like in the boardroom." And they're like, "What is this?" <laughs> Sorry, I'm just taking notes. Yeah, I was actually um, because I'm actually a business student, right? So I was like, "There's a an app because I'm in the market for a new laptop right now." There's a laptop, Lenovo Y700. And it's like a pretty decent value, right? There's like an integrated graphics chip and stuff. It's like a relatively like mid-tier gaming notebook. And I was like pretty close to getting it. But then I realized that it looks so unprofessional. And as someone like going into like business, I can't possibly use this in like any formal setting. Because people won't be able to take me seriously. It's kind of like the opposite of, you know, how people uh, dress or like buy. You know, when you're buying a gaming PC, you want it to look cool more or less. I mean, at I personally, when I built my game PC, I don't really care. No one's going to see it except me. Yeah. But, you know, like, they deck out things like yeah, Alienware. Yeah, out, yeah. yeah. They have, and like, the glowing things on, like, the tower and stuff. And they just, and, like, if you look at a Steam machine or an Alienware or whatever, they make it look flashy like that for that reason because people would like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like the opposite. If you want, if you have just, like, a working laptop. You know, you kind of want it to look as plain as possible. Yeah. You don't want it to stand out, because then everyone's kind of looking at you sideways over it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, yeah, in the moment, I don't think the laptops will catch on too much. But I think in the fu- there is a potential in the future, right? Because I think this is still relatively new technology in the sense that they're taking, like, the desktop-level performance and sort of being able to shrink it down to in the laptop form factor. But I think until they can either shrink it down enough... Like, until you can start having, like, three-pound, four-pound, like, laptops that with a 1080 level. Because with a 1060, you still can. Or make it more cost-affordable, it won't uh, catch on too much. But there's one thing that I really don't think will catch on, and that's the... Uh, I don't know if you've seen them, but they're, like, the external GPU cores that you can plug into your um, your uh, laptops. You mean, like, a big, giant, bulky box that just slams into the side of it type thing? That, yeah, no, it's uh, it connects through uh, Thunderbolt 3. So it's like the new type. So first of all, like not all laptops will be able to make use of it. So it's like new. Yeah, exactly. I think there's like the Razer Blade Stealth or something. Like the Razer Blade. There's this, the thing called the Razer Core. So it's like basically just a GPU dock mm-hmm. that you put a GPU into and then you can plug it in. And then like, because a lot of laptops nowadays, like if you're using uh, less GPU intensive tasks, it'll use integrated graphics, the Intel ones. And then once you switch over, like it all makes the switches over. So that's sort of like the idea, right? So that's how like people have like the thin um, laptops. So, like, the two pounds that they can take it around and do whatever. And then when they come home, they can plug it in. Hmm. I mean, that's actually not a bad idea, I think. But I don't I could, think it's, like, cost-efficient because I think it's pretty, it's quite expensive. Like, a, definitely, like, a couple hundred bucks. Well, you'd have to buy a new one every time, right? Yeah. But, but if you're going to pay, like, a couple hundred bucks just for the core, like, why would you not just... Because the notebook itself... Because, first of all, you're going to need, like... It's going to support it, right? or anything, is it? No, uh, most of those uh, notebooks have, like, integrated graphics. Yeah. And then, like, it just uses the external GPU, right? So you'd have but to I mean, buy like, a new one at Yeah, so why would you not just buy, like, a desktop at that point? You know what I mean? Well, like, it's cool. I guess it's cool in a sense, but, I mean, like, if you're going to spend a couple hundred dollars on the dock anyways, I mean, building a decent PC 
not going to be that much more expensive. And I think in terms it really of would, value, yeah, it, like I think you're getting way more value if you get the PC. It'd be about the same price as a PC because you, it, even if you got like one of the cheaper laptops, you know, you go during a flash sale or whatever, you maybe you could pick up a laptop for like somewhere between five hundred and seven hundred. Yeah, you know, like at a pretty average like. My laptop is not that hardcore. It was probably only like five hundred or six hundred when it was bought, you know. So it's like, but then you're putting another hundred or two hundred on there just so you can run like high quality games or whatever on it. You're at the price of building your own PC by then. Like yeah. that's five hundred, six hundred plus one hundred, two hundred. You're like at eight hundred dollars. Well, the Razer Core I think costs like a couple hundred at least. I'm not too then certain. You might like be even higher. There's definitely like a premium. And like I said, right, you need a Thunderbolt three port supported PC and. Those only high-end PCs have those. So you're yeah, looking so at you like, already have an expensive. Yeah, you're already PC. looking at like twelve hundred dollars. So that's like what you four hundred dollars less than a brand than one of the brand new ones like that, and you're still like a few yeah. hundred dollars over a desktop. You know, so I I think that's uh, it sounds good in theory, but I don't know how much it would actually work. Yeah. If you're if you're planning on having your laptop last for numerous years. Then you can kind of go like, okay, I only got to buy, you know, one of these every year or two, you know, I, and, oh, my laptop's going to last me 10 years. But who the hell's laptop lasts them 10 years, yo? My laptop's, laptops last, like, four years, usually, yeah. on average. But so that's, that's, like, yeah. But at that point, like, you might as well just get a new laptop, right? Like, if you have, like, a laptop and desktop, like, combo, because the, the desktop that will last you, like, forever. It's, like, just keep upgrading the components, right? Yeah, until you run into something, like, what's happening with my PC is we want to update the graphics card. But um, it doesn't. The motherboard needs to be upgraded too, and oh, then okay. so that I mean that usually happens. That's not like something like weird. So you're looking at like three hundred, four hundred dollars. Yeah. But the problem is my laptop, the, the desktop PC when we bought it, the uh, the the power source is mm -hmm. not that great either. So it wouldn't support a new motherboard. So basically, we end up rebuying the whole thing. But that's kind of because we cheaped out. Yeah. You know, on that part. So it's not like I'm blaming that for changing. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's what you might be looking at sometimes, realistically. And with a laptop, like, I totally get you. It's like, my laptop's already kind of slowing down on me. And it's kind of like, from when I started, it's like, you know, you start going like, oh, God, this thing's slow. Or you go use a new, like, uh, laptop, or even just like one of the school laptops. And it's like, wow, this is so much faster because there's nothing on the school laptops. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, I just need a new laptop. Like, I don't want to... It takes me long enough to lo load up a YouTube video. Like, I don't, that's upgrading my GPU is not going to really significantly affect that. You know, that's just the laptop inherently. So, yeah, I mean, I think with that kind of thing, I don't really see that catching on too much either. I could see it being... Like, maybe like, if it gets cheaper. Yeah, if it was... 50 bucks or 100 bucks maybe well maybe 50 or 100 bucks just for like the core itself yeah. and then maybe like because the gpu really depends on like what you want right yeah i'm not too sure if the gpu is like you can i'm pretty sure you can like replace the gpu in it but like it's just that the core is very expensive in it and of mm -hmm. itself i mean that also depends where pc gaming is going you know because pc gaming has come like a long way from where it used to be yeah um in terms of like like pcs have always been on the edge of like cutting edge graphics so i don't see anything even if it's all the new next uh, big games are all just like mm -hmm. simple click only you know it's very straightforward either like a like you know maple story 2d side scroll like that doesn't require a lot of graphics or something you know yeah. or um you know even like a very simple over over the top uh, rts 
that you could technically use lower quality graphics on those, but like even those things, they will ramp the shit out of the graphics just because it's a PC. You know, even if you were to look at like old gaming, uh, like PC games from like the early two thousands or nineties, they were already like ahead of where the PlayStation, Xbox, and N sixty four, GameCube were. Yeah. Right? They were just pushing the edge just because they could. So, yeah. and that's what they'll do. You, if they were to release like a brand new 2D game or whatever on your PC, it's still going to have, like, really high graphics in the sense of, like, lots of, you know, it'll be really detailed. You yeah. know, there'll be a lot of background action going on, yeah. you know? Or there'll be, like, a full movie type thing going on in the background. Or they'll just, like, have the tiniest little minute details on the character's face. Yeah. They'll just use all the pixels that they can just because they can. They're not going to, like, run, like, put out a game... <laughs> Like it's very rare that a game like Minecraft comes around that could, yeah. like that because that game looks terrible <laughs> because yeah. it's designed like that on purpose. You know, like, you kind of end yeah. up going like Minecraft could run on a potato. But even if you look at what Minecraft's done, they've been slowly updating it over and over again. Like if you, the graphics have gone leaps and bounds from where it started. It started as just like polygons, like just straight squares. And now it's like you can have the, like the PC version for, for like that's a perfect example. PC version's way ahead of the Xbox version yeah. or the Wii U version, and like we're talking like numerous updates ahead. Like they just haven't yeah. actually even put them in the game. Yeah. But it's like you have like flowing water and stuff in Minecraft now. Like it's like it's not like it's like looks like pretty high quality. That kind of like that's a, and like the grass blows in the wind type stuff. Like that wasn't there when it started, you know. And is is that really necessary in the game? Obviously not, because it was popular before that was there. That's what I'm saying. People are just going to put that in anyways. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what, how simple the game is. So I think graphics are always going to be a part of PC gaming. I mean, you know, PC Master Race and all that. It's yeah. all about our shit's way stronger than yours. Yeah. We can run way better stuff. Well, the know? most common, um, you know, people thing people say is that like PC has better graphics, which is true. But I think it's just that PCs have gone so much cheaper over the years that people, it's starting to become more affordable. Because back then, like, building a PC, like, wasn't that appealing of an option, especially because you didn't have as many games who could support it, right? Because I think, I remember Crisis being one that, like, people always talk about, like, if you had, um, if you could run Crisis, like, your PC was, like, godly. Yeah. that was, like, the benchmark you could hit, right? Crisis was pretty up there. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing, is, like, PC gaming, just gaming-wide availability of games has drastically yeah. changed. You know, it was it was consoles dominated the market, I would say, even yeah. though, you know, you could look up other things or whatever. PC gaming has grown so much. But, you know, like, I would say most... The average person, the average gamer, had a console. And, and, may, and like, I think even PC gamers, a lot of them had a console anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, the PC came second. You know, everybody was talking about Battlefield on the PlayStation or, you know... Ocarina of Time on the N64, or what are, you know, Super Smash Brothers, or Halo on the mm-hmm. Xbox. Like, those weren't things that people... Well, Battlefield was actually on PC as well. well I think but, I mean, like, for the most part, those games yeah. were more popular on the consoles. Yeah, well, I think people just became more tech-savvy, honestly, like, over the years. Because back then, like, computer gaming was, like... If you had to, like, build your own PC, there was also wasn't as many resources back then, right? Like, if you're yeah. talking, like, early 90s, like, how many guides were there online to build your own PC, right? Now you look up how to build PC on Google, like, you get, like... Step a, by step by step Yeah, you have, step. like, a million results. Like, but back then, like, the people who built their PCs, and we're talking, like, 90s, like, early 2000s, like, those are the intense people. Like, those are the people who actually knew what they were doing, right? Yeah, you had to have And knowledge. I think the generation back then, like, the I think the people who are, who are our age now, like, we were back then in the early 2000s, are so much more tech-savvy. 
mm-hmm. right? And back because back then, like it was so much easier just to go to the store, just buy your console, right? And just you would just have like a ready to play machine. Whereas back then, like it took so much tinkering, that kind of. Thing. And compatibility was also an issue, right? Because like again, like there aren't that many resources, so you didn't really know what goes with what unless you really knew what you were doing. It's also changed like for gamers, you know. Like that's what I'm saying. Like when you're talking about people being more tech savvy, like it's like if you're talking about back when you wanted a video game or whatever. And you're like your mom or your dad had to buy it. All you had to do was be like, "I want this game," you know, for that system. And now it's kind of like if you're telling your parents like you want Overwatch, it's like, "Okay, I want Overwatch," and then it's like, "Oh, it doesn't run on my computer, so we need to upgrade our computer." Okay, how do we upgrade our computer? Well, you we need to get this and this and this. So it's like people have to do those things now, whereas before it was just like, "I want the new game on the Xbox, mom," and they would just go get it, yeah. you know. Or even your mom or your dad could just walk in to the store the store and be like hey i need a christmas gift for my kid or whatever you know yeah. what game what can i get and they'll be like well the xbox is right here you know comes with these games playstation right there like if you i mean i think still nowadays if you walk into eb games or something they're not gonna be like well you could build a pc blah 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 blah, blah. you know i mean that's a bad example because eb games doesn't really sell that many pc games or anything yeah but i mean even walmart or something mm-hmm. unless you're walking into like tiger direct which is like focuses on electronics and stuff, they'll be like, okay, you need all this to build a PC, you know? And people don't really do that, but now kids are, like, asking for it. All the kids are playing Minecraft. Yeah. You know? Or, uh... Like, now kids are asking for graphics cards. Yeah. For presents, right? Exactly. Like, like back then, it's like, what's a graphics card? What's a graphics card? Exactly. It's just that thing that's inside, you know? So, that's how it's changed. And also, like, when you're talking about going to the store, right? Like, I think most people don't even go to the store to buy games anymore, right? Like, it's not, especially not PC gamers. PC gamers, I don't think. Like, most, la- like, if you're talking laptops, most laptops don't even have, like, a disc drive anymore. Yeah. Like, you can't actually even get, like, a physical copy of, like, a PC game. Like, those are so rare nowadays. I know. Like, when was the last time you heard of someone, like, going to, like, EB Games and, like, whatever, buying, like, a physical copy of, like, a disc? I mean, I, I mean, I go to EB Games every now and then, and I see it. Like, they have, like, one little shelf of PC yeah. games. But I don't know who the hell's buying them. They're, it's just there. Yeah. You know, it's just, and, like, because like, it's, everything's online, right? You just, like, Steam... Yeah. Right? Like, and, like, a lot of other, like, Humble Bundle, like, that kind of stuff, right? Everything's on... Yeah, you don't need to ever... Go to the store. Like, if you're, like, if you're, like, a PC gamer, you never actually have to leave your house to get new games. Theoretically. I mean, consoles are trying to do that with their online stores. Mm -hmm. I know I prefer buying through online. Um, When I uh, got my new system, like, I I bought pretty much everything online through the store. But then afterwards, I kind of realized that's a bit of a a pain in the butt, because I can't really transfer that to another system. Like if well, you also can't resell it if you get tired of it. Like yeah, I mean, I never really did that anyways. But yeah, I could. You can't go to EB Games yeah. and trade. But I don't games. know. I just personally like like when I have the option of uh, getting the disc copy or the online copy. I kind of like the disc copy, especially like for my PlayStation Three. But that's just because like I like the fact like I can let my friend borrow it. That kind of thing. Like yo, like check out this copy. Like that's the old school part of me, right? Like mm-hmm. I think like that's PC. Like Steam is sort of like integrating because they have like the family sharing thing where it's like um you're. Then you gotta give your passwords away to people, though, so it's, like... Well, like, it's not that, like, it basically, like, share, you share your library with Oh, no, I know what it is, yeah, but I'm saying, like, I think it's a bit... It's not the same as just, like, going to school and, like, here, here's my copy of Grand Theft Auto, you know, use it for a week and give it back. It's more, like, it's, like, okay, we're on, we're on Skype together, right? Okay, yeah, here's my password, type it in, I'll authorize you, okay, you know, that's, like... Not, like, I don't know how people, like, feel about their passwords or whatever, you know? I mean, it is, it's different than handing someone just a cartridge, uh-huh. you know, or a CD or a disc. It's like you're, you're giving them access to your account, more yeah. or less, 
right? Like, that's a, that's a different layer. I don't know if people really care about that, um, but I would bet that holds some people back at least, right? Yeah. And it's it's also, like, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little... It's definitely changed. I mean, for me, when I bought... I bought all the games online for my uh, Wii U pretty much because I wanted... I, I didn't want to get up and change the disc all the time. Mm-hmm. Pain in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... And all my games update one, all at the same time. Yeah. So I don't have to like, oh, there's an update for this game. It downloads the update. Mm-hmm. Then I have to put the disc in, update it. And then, you know... Yeah. It just updates it automatically. Rather and also, than yeah. Go into and also back then, I think it was way harder to like have a PC as your only gaming platform. Because back then, PC was very niche in the sense that like the main games were basically like World of Warcraft, Maple Story, and if you're really into RTSs, like StarCraft, and then like Half Life Two, right? Like, but I think like that was more and like a, a bunch cult- of games trying to be those. Yeah, games. but I would say like Half Life Two is more like a cult classic. You know what I mean? Like, it's not so much popular in the mainstream sense so much as it is like popular amongst like gaming culture, I- like subculture. I would say, I mean, I would say for PC gamers, I think everybody. At least, you know, they know about it. Most yeah. people say that, most, I would say the majority of people have played it. So I don't know if I could quite call it a cult following. Like, that's kind of like, almost like saying, you know, Halo's a cult following, because that's only to Xbox players or something, you know? Well, but I mean, like, I think, Halo's like, more like... Half-Life's like the equivalent of that, you know? Half-Life is like the ocarina of time, of, of game, of PCs. Mm-hmm. It's the highest rated, you know, yeah. 98 But even then, like, there was, so, like, back in, like, the early 2000s, around, like, the GameCube era, right? Like, and even, like, in the early PS3, Xbox 360 era, there was, like, so many, like, games you would be missing out on if your exclusive platform was PC. Yeah. Whereas I think a lot of that is sort of switched around now. Like, PCs have way more exclusive games versus consoles. But you know why that is. It's because of indie games. Yeah. And the difference is, like, when PCs were first coming out, Mm-hmm. It was like they try to have all these A-list titles on there. You yeah. know, we're going to put Battlefield and blah, 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 you know. And But the thing is, developers didn't really want to, like, develop for PC. Because yeah. there's so many different PCs. They can... I mean, the sky's the limit for terms like, of hardware like a, stuff. Yeah. But it's like, you know, they also wanted them on consoles. More people had consoles. It was all the same kind of program. Yeah, it was more accessible, right? Yeah. For people to play our games. Because if you're going to release a game... And only like a certain of like population can run it, then like you're gonna lose money, right? And unless, also, unless you're gonna dominate the heck out of that. Yeah, thing, you know? and also, Starcraft obviously has done very well. Yeah. So it, it's I think it depended, but also there was no indie developers back then. Yeah. Like they were trying to be indie developers, but it was like really bad games. But now if you look at like the most popular well, games on PCs, a lot of them are indie games. Well, that's because it was hard. That goes back to like how people buy games, right? Because if you had to like shelf, it was so hard to get game like stores gave you shelf space if yeah. you were an indie game, right? Whereas now, like you can more easily you can put and in screen. terms of just how like uh, advertising works, right? Because before it was more like um, like most people would hear about games through you know what um, like advertising. Whereas now, like it's so much easier to get game like knowledge through word of mouth, right? Like on like forums, Reddit, Facebook, that kind of thing. Like that thing like wasn't that as popular, right? So it was very hard for indie games to get known and to be massively available. Whereas now with digital distribution, like, I mean, we could start an indie game company, right? And, like, if we had, like, enough... Obviously, you still need, like, a considerable amount of resources, but, like, certainly not to the level of, like, a corporation, (laughs) right? But, like, we could, like... Yeah, you could, like, submit a game on Steam, right? Like, it's so much much easier than it used to be to get your games out to people. Well, I mean, like, you see it happen all the time. The Binding of Isaac was really popular, you know? Um... Minecraft was an indie game at first. Yeah. It was just built by Notch. I mean, now it's owned by, you know, I, I don't know it's who Facebook owns it. Guy. 
I don't know who owns it, but you know he sold it. So now it's actually run by like a big company. Uh, yeah. Not that he didn't build his company up. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, so it, Stardew Valley, which I played a lot of when it came out, and that's kind of dating now because it, mm-hmm. that was popular back in like April. But you know, it was um, that was really fun. That was like one guy made the whole game. He like he literally he made like the whole game by himself. Everything, like, the character design, whatever, and then he just had, like, one other guy help him to, like, publish it or something. Like, that was it. Yeah. Like, one guy made a whole game, and it was basically, like, the best Harvest Moon game that there never was. It yeah. had, like, everything you wanted to do in Harvest Moon that mm-hmm. they didn't let you. So it's like... And then there's the other thing, is the fact of the cost. Like, yeah. jeez. Stardew Valley was, like, 20 bucks or something like that for a, when it was brand new, you know, versus, if like, if you want to buy... Um, Far Cry when it comes out, it's like eighty dollars or Fallout or something like that. They're yeah. like eighty dollars now. Yeah, and those are the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, because like PC now has a larger variety of experiences. Because you have like really like um, good like creative like puzzle games kind of thing that you mm-hmm. can't get on console. So that's why I'm saying like goes back to my point before where back then because like there was like the Grand Theft Autos, like Grand Theft Autos on PC now, but back then it wasn't right. It, it was wasn't. only on console. I'm not sure if Halo was on PC originally when it came out, but, like, there was, like, you know what I mean? Like, there was, like, so many more console games you've been missing out on if PC was your exclusive platform. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, if PC is your exclusive platform, like, you're not missing out on buy. too much. Like, yeah, like, you know, there's, like, the consoles have some pretty good exclusives here and there, like, the major IPs You'll and miss stuff. Uncharted, you'll miss all the Zelda Yeah, games. but I mean, like, even, like, the but, multi- like, but like all the multi-plats, right, like, are, are PC now, whereas, like, multi-plat used to mean consoles. Right. Yeah, exactly. But now they're all on PC. You can yeah. get all the Assassin's Creeds. And I think back then, like, I think pe- developers were pretty bad at sort of, like, porting. I mean, every now and again, you hear, like, PC ports kind of get screwed over. Like, I remember um, when Batman Arkham Knight came out, like, that game was so poorly ported that, like, they had to, like... I don't know what they did, but I think they, like, uh, gave, like, a voucher, like, Steam people or something. Like, some sort of, like, apology or whatever, like... <laughs> it was just that poorly ported? Yeah, it was, like, a terrible port. Like, literally, like... And I think nowadays it's gotten better, but like imagine back then, right? Because they still probably weren't that experienced, and it was that's it's so much easier for bugs and glitches to occur when you're sort of develop porting from console to PC, right? Because there's so many different PC configurations, and obviously like developers want to save money, right? They don't want to like rebuild like everything from the ground up, so that made that made it really difficult for people to get like play like good multiplayer experience on PC when the game is like buggy as hell. Yeah, but I mean, it also went the other way. There are certain games that have always existed on PCs that have never really existed or definitely not successfully existed on consoles. Yeah, like no real-time strategies have ever shown up on consoles for the most part that have yeah, been yeah. good. Yeah. Like I'm I I don't know. I'm well, cuz I mean like the you can't, it's so ass. hard like, to I, like I feel like you could probably play StarCraft on some kind of game now or something, but it's like nobody does, you yeah. know. That's what the Steam Box tried to do. Yeah. Well, they, I think RTS is just like, it's like super hard to play with a controller, right? It's like how would you play League on a controller? You can't Exactly, because it's all mouse based. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I but I mean, you it's it depends. I mean, League is a little different example, but I mean, if you look at like first person shooters, people play those on consoles. Some people yeah. prefer them on consoles. But I mean, like RTS though, because like that RTS requires like a bit more like clicking speed. You know what I mean? Like yeah, in terms of thing. Exactly. And that's, even that's like why sh- you see the Steam Box was not that popular. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think that. I mean, I, they sold what five hundred thousand copies of the controller, which I guess is pretty good, but. Still, though, I mean, compared to how many PCs there are out there, yeah, like I don't really see why you would need that controller um, unless you just really, really like the feel of a controller, which is you're you're entitled to. That's fine. Yeah. But I mean, at that point, I think you would just better off be getting like an Xbox controller. Yeah, like, an Xbox much. One controller, like 
because that's fully compatible with a with a computer. Like something like Grand Theft Auto, I would rather play with a, a controller. You know, yeah. you're doing driving or like racing games. I like racing games for racing sure. games. You know, because like, it's just awkward to use like, like sometimes the, the arrow do, keys, sometimes, like, yeah, yeah or terrible. WASD or something. You know, yeah, like I cannot play like racing games. It's way better to just have the, the trigger and the stick. Yeah, the stick. You it's know? mostly the stick because like in terms of steering, like I mm-hmm. can't do. But like shooter shooters for the most part, I mean, I guess it's kind of controversial because a lot of people are like die hard controller fans. You know. People play Call of Duty or Overwatch and like they have to use a controller, but it's yeah. like. But PC is always going to be more accurate though. Like I think if like a PC person played like a console person, a PC person would every time, right? Because, oh like, yeah, the they do. That's why the cross-platform doesn't really work because all the PC gamers would basically destroy the console gamers pretty much every time. because yeah. they're way more accurate with the mouse and keyboard. Like they can just. Well, it also wouldn't exactly. work. It and also, also they they yeah. they download everything faster. Well, it also faster. wouldn't work because um, PC gamers play on like a. Like, I guess I was about to say, like, I was going to talk about, like, frame rate, because it wouldn't really be fair if, like, because uh, I remember PS3, like, ran on, like, 30, games ran on, like, 30 frames per second. Yeah. But then, like, if you're playing on 60 versus 30, like, I don't necessarily know if there's, like, a dis... Because uh, I, I don't know, I'm not too familiar with, like, how, like, the shooters register, like, the damage and whatnot, but I don't know if that would necessarily be fair. I think 30 versus 60 makes a difference. I You, you don't really want to care about going above 60 that much more, though. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, that's, 60 I know is already close to, like, how fast our eyes can even register it. So, like, anything really that much higher above 60 is kind of mm-hmm. like, there's no point. You won't even notice yeah. it, right? Um, but what it, like, the main reason why is, like, because the mouse is just so much more accurate. Even if, it, like, I used to play, like, Gold the GoldenEye remake on the Wii. And, like, that game was hard sometimes, because, like, you, the, the, it was, the fights would be over, like, instantly. Like, I've played Call of Duty on PlayStations and Xbox a lot, and, you know, you get killed pretty fast sometimes. But, like, GoldenEye was, like, ridiculous, because it was just, you're all, everyone's using the Wii Remote, right? So it's mm-hmm. just, like, you could kill somebody who was off your screen, just, like, mm-hmm. it was, like, instantly, your sensitivity was, like, nothing. But it was, like, natural, too, because it was just your hand, mm-hmm. right? So it was one-to-one. It wasn't, like, you know... You move the stick the slightest amount, you do a full 360 type thing. I mean, that's what you... And you see that already. When all the pro-competitive players of whatever it is, you know, back when MLG was popular playing COD, it's like all their sensitivities were, like, super high. Because you just want to... You want the mobility. Mm-hmm. League of Legends players have yeah. their sensitivity really high. I'm sure Overwatch players probably do, too. Yeah. Because it just gives you faster reaction time. And that's something with a mouse is way more accurate than with the controller. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, that being uh, that being said, if you play with a controller, it's fine. But it's like you know, there there to say there's not a disadvantage. I think would be kind of glossing over the truth, depending on like for something like a shooter, for sure. Yeah. You know, because it's you just it just it's more precise. It's more natural, in my opinion, and I feel like that would just be faster. Yeah. You that know. Makes sense. Um. <laughs> it's okay. We'll have to cut this part out. Yeah. Alright, so I think we'll just end the show right here, because uh, last episode we ran a little bit over time, we did not intend to go that long, so around 35 to 40 minutes is usually where we aim for the show to be, and I think that's a, now's a good place to stop. So thank you so much for tuning in for the second episode of Button Press, I hope you enjoyed our discussion on PC gaming, the current, the past, the present, sort of how it, uh, the yin and the yang to the console gamers, You, I guess we sort of discussed. So yeah, thank you so much for watching, guys. Yeah, I think... Uh... I think it's definitely a discussion worth having how successful PCs are and are becoming. You know, esports is now a, 
like becoming a pretty mainstream thing for some people. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, MLG used to be big, but MLG's a joke now. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'm so MLG. And uh, esports now, it's like, it's all League of Legends and probably going to be Overwatch more now. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. And those are all computer exclusives. You know, those are things that it's pushing everyone. Cause, and that's going to drive more people to be P- PC gamers. Mm-hmm. So I think it's definitely... Watch PC, investing in PCs is not a bad idea. Yeah. You know, it, like I said, the sky's the limit with computers, more or less, anyways. But, uh, yeah, we want to thank you guys for listening again. Um, I know we kind of just ramble on and such, but we hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, just keep tuned. We'll post another one soon. Thanks. Peace.